yeah i wasn't being judgmental um, at all either the idea was uh, yeah. that uh, impressionable people in a bad state of yes. mind might might just take this up in the wrong yes. manner and while no, you no, have absolutely. survived yeah so. absolutely i think that that is the most important uh, thing to remember especially in today's context yeah uh, i i i was very lucky to have a bunch of wonderful friends around me even when i was doing my own startup etc where i could easily unplug in the evening when i when i used to meet those friends etc i used to live by myself i used to live with a set of friends uh, who used to hang out so i think everyone has to have that kind of a sort of a routine but when you you talk about the human touch uh yes it happened so many times uh even uh, and very early on it taught me a lot of it, it taught me a lot about conflict resolution it taught me a lot about reading the room as to what people say and what they mean and i i was like a nice person i mean if someone saying something but in a different tone i mean i could get the vibe that okay the tones different but i stick to the content okay this is the content so i'll stick to it right so i think i i learned to uh, know about people because i was very like okay this meeting like i'll do this and and move to another one yeah. it's only slowly when i learned that work is more it's more about relationships than it is about that work so i learned this the hard way that how important it is to sort of build cultivate very healthy relationships at work which which actually gives back many fold uh, to you in in your yeah. own personal growth so uh, the the team that i worked with in one of my first work setups uh, yes a lot of times there was there was this whole conflict right like conflict of personality conflict of leadership styles conflict of working and the way i i uh, sorted that out was like i used to have one session half an hour dedicated to that that give me feedback i love feedback i love critical feedback mm. i i was not this person i used to be very reactive to feedback if someone gave me feedback sometimes i took it very personally and i i used to be very defensive about feedback but after a year or two of being very reactive and very defensive to feedback i realized that okay that person was actually right i could have done this like like this way and it it would have been better and that's when i started slotting this time with those stakeholders that okay give me feedback even today every 6 months in my company there are like 10 people i work with in different capacities i i set up 30 minutes of informal coffee chat with those people and i ask them that give me feedback a lot of times people will say really nice things to you and then like you dig deeper and deeper and you probe with questions and that's when they will start giving you the real feedback and that has helped me immensely so the first few years when i was reactive to feedback and people were also like not sure of who i am because you have a certain image of you and then people have a certain image of you and when when you realize that you know what you think of you and what that other person is thinking of you and it's not uh in coherence mm-hmm. you, just, you you just end up like you know being there there's an unpleasant uh experience right. you know just, just yes unpleasant vibe right but that's that's exactly when a few people who i met just by pure luck i i went through a few sessions with them it was actually called as infinite leadership session and i'm still in touch with the person who took this session because 
it opened me to so many possibilities. He actually introduced me to Vipassana, uh, you know, early in, uh, when I was 25 years old. And uh, we, we were going through these sessions and that's when uh, he, he made me realize, right, that I'm, I'm reacting too much to things. So when you're driven and you're running, you also realize that, okay, there, there are, there's going to be friction and how you handle that friction becomes a challenge in your own growth if you don't have a healthy system of handling it. And I did not have any system of handling it. And the only system of handling friction was to react to it. So it kept on increasing and increasing and there was a gap and there was so much of a gap that I had to leave that organization because I was not comfortable anymore. So. And when I was leaving that organization, and that's when this person who introduced this whole infinite leadership workshop to me came, came into my life. And I did a few sessions of learning and, and understanding. And it was a mix of meditation plus using a lot of questions and writing about uh, things that how you feel about things. So it's a bunch of tools, right? And I, I realized a few things about myself that, yes, it's, it's important to... Uh, it's, it's, it's important to be authentic and genuine and express and be truthful. And I cannot not be that. I cannot accept things that I don't believe in. And I say it out. And when I say it out, it's going to make people uncomfortable. Hence, it's important to have a system where you're having a conversation and a dialogue and you agree to disagree or you agree to sort of take different approaches and, and have a conflict resolution and, and learn about it. And then... Uh, you know, again, in, 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 in these leadership sessions, I also learned about like meditation in, in general and how it was a guiding tool for me to apply in my practical life to these relationships. So even now, I, when I look back, I realize that, yes, I have not done justice to some of the relationships by, by being reactive uh, and, and the human touch you talked about that sometimes you, you lose out on that. But I think when I embraced meditation and when I embraced uh, a little bit more compassionate uh, approach to leadership, uh, all of this started to become effortless. Like you, you realize that, okay, you are, you are more focused at work. So you're getting your work done faster. You're more aware of people around you and how, what, what's the vibe. And, and hence, you're able to also respond to things and not just react. So I'm, I'm just, I think I'm lucky to, to have read the, the kind of content I was reading around the time when I was moving from one organization to other. And I was, again, not sure what to do. Uh, and I'm, I'm also I'm grateful to a few people who, who guided me uh, in, in having, an, uh, having an approach in life where you are you're focusing on relationships, you're focusing on, and something that I, I learned in that one workshop was don't create point of connections when you're working. You know, you can create point of creations because sometimes when you're connecting, it's, it, it could also be emotional. It could, it could, there could be frictions, but this point of creations is when you come together, you create something and it's, it's a little bit more deeper concept, but, but I learned that, okay, I was, I was not really focusing on creation at work, right? And 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 yeah. that's where when I started focusing on building things and creating things, that's when I realized it was easy for me to sort of bring back those those relationships and 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 mend them in a very healthy system, systematic way. Hmm. I I like what you uh, 
ended that point with because there was something running in my head on the same lines. So are we saying when we give it a strong definition and uh, hold ourselves as attached to that idea of what the definition is, whatever work we are doing, whatever connection, if to use a term that you used, whereas creation is chaotic, it allows the flux to stay in place and uh, change to do what it will. Uh, something that uh, as a as a writer, I felt very often uh, being an advertising writer, uh, I've worked on almost hundreds of different industries that people will not even have a clue that they exist. You know, till date, I keep being surprised at, at what all work I've done and what all work I, I get sometimes. Uh, people are doing all kinds of work and I am supposed to be a guy who knows when you come to talk to me and if you're talking about policy and you say, listen, I want to do this document or this kind of presentation, I need help. I cannot act as if I don't know anything about it. Uh, whereas what I fall back upon is, uh, I don't lie, obviously that doesn't help the cause. One has learned this uh, very early in the business. But what I realized was you also have to have confidence with what you know. So within the chaos, there is a certain yeah. sense of clarity. There is a certain sense of stability. You just fall back upon that. It might be out of 100%, it might be 5%. It does not matter. It might be 2%, yeah. it does not matter. But that you have to hold on to that 2% because that is your... Um, uh, the lynch wheel uh, around with the chariot wheel, the, the center point of where all the spokes connect. And it allows the wheel to move in a certain direction because you have you have stuck to one principle. So when I'm talking to Supriya, there is a certain Supriya that I can be sure exists. Beyond that, I will try and not judge you or myself with what is going to happen. Like we are both going to be truthful. Is one, uh, in a sense, even when we are doing this podcast, so that is the condition I was talking about, the idea of authenticity. It's not that I yeah. want the best face. I want... In fact, I want a worst face most of the time because that is what helps other people know that, look, life is not hunky-dory for anyone. Yes. So even in that situation, what you spoke of, where you talked about uh, creative creations uh, rather than connections, I thought that ability to handle the chaos becomes much better when you, when you allow things to be chaotic. They are going to be human beings are human beings when you and I come together. Uh, the reason why I asked you the earlier question was not out of some ideal curiosity, but surely because now you are in a uh, in a workspace where you have to deal with what is seen as a as an absolutely unprofessional way to work. Uh, uh, there is absolutely no organized sector that does work in those kind of things where political policies are. Uh, understood or implemented or uh, and even earlier what you worked on was similar in my head yeah my, it was uh, understanding is that uh, the ability why am i specifying this again and again because i want people to understand that you are not a success just by chance there are certain things you dropped out there are certain things you adopted and adapted to and certain things you just left because I we are not even talking about that because life is not one planned textbook where you can say I can pick these things up. Now the index is fixed and I can do whatever I want. It doesn't work like that. 
like your dad's yeah. cardiac arrest. I think uh, life gives us one every every time we think we know what it is. <laughs> so in that space, I would uh, I appreciate where you come from. There's one last question I would want to ask you. You come across somebody who's fairly serious, who's fairly understood herself, thanks to the experiences you've had. When did you last laugh at yourself for being stupid? <laughs> I think uh, I think you should ask uh, my my husband, my sister, who are right now uh, here in the same house with me. I think it's all the time. It's uh, it's I I I have my own space where I can be very silly uh, with them, with my parents at home. So I think uh, oh. it's 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 a safe space to be silly. But but yeah, I think. Uh, I think almost every day. Oh, wonderful. Um, so <laughs> one more last question, since you answered it fairly simply, what makes you do that? <laughs> what makes you do that? What is the fun in being silly or admitting that you are silly and confused or what makes it possible? What makes it, you were laughing, mother. you were actually happy about the question and the answer. So what makes it <laughs> so joyful? Uh, I think, uh... Like a bunch of things, right? And before I answer this question, I, I, I want to just comment on something you said before asking uh, this question. You were talking about chaos, chaos, and you know, and you used this word a lot, which is allow, like you to allow these things to be, and you know, you have to allow that flux. And, and, and that to me is a very important word, uh, to be in allowance. Because when I was actually like, like when we were talking about like when I was actually fighting things and I was then things happen and sometimes you're not able to accept some things about people or and then that and then you're like okay I can't accept it but I, I can just allow it to be like that and that's 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 all like let's just allow this to be that way so I think I just wanted to comment on on the beauty of this word allowance because it has helped me a lot when I don't want to react to something or don't want to accept something you know sometimes you're like okay let's let's be in allowance with it it, it exists so you 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 have to coexist nice. with it beautiful um, and uh, about um, what how, how how do you laugh at yourself right like I think uh, it's true we take ourselves too seriously sometimes uh, especially in in the jobs that we do in the careers that we have in, in the so-called uh, roles that we have to play right it's all a game uh, I feel <laughs> right it's 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 yeah, all it's a, a game it's all uh, if you go back to Vedanta, they call it Maya. If you if you read a lot of other Western philosophy, they'll call it some illusion, right? In, in meditation, even in Buddhism, we, we, we think of it. So in some form, we are all playing different games. Uh, it could be the game of a corporate job that you play, or it could be a game of, uh, you know, a just, just a role play you do in your own family. It's, if you take a step back and you realize it's it's all... It's some form of illusion and some form of game. So the only way to be uh, dealing with it without resisting too much and without reacting too much or without fighting too much is to enjoy it and and let it flow and be in allowance with with it, right? And might as well enjoy it uh, because there's no other way. Like I said in the in initial part of the podcast, or yeah. choice in <laughs> Like, ah. what do you do? Oh, well said. Oh, well said. Uh, very often, uh, just to uh, relate to what you said, uh, I have told a lot of people that I begin with uh, a negative. So, for example, I'm coming to see you for a coffee and you are in Bombay someplace. 
and the first thing i think is i'm not going to reach i'm not going to reach in time you are not going to reach in time something is going to happen all of i don't even say this it's like forget allowance i think that's how it's going to happen so it's like absolutely pessimistic about the whole thing so when i sit there i don't fret if you are 10 minutes late or else i don't fret if i am 10 minutes late and i am unable to message because i am in traffic and i cannot tell you i'm okay i'm saying either she'll although there is empathy at that i'm making you wait at the first signal i get i get a chance i will definitely message you but that's basic courtesy i would think but it doesn't if i cannot i don't get irritated because like you said it's beyond my capabilities to do this so yeah wonderful what a chat this has been uh, supriya you are an absolute uh, joyful revelation thank you so much we covered a lot of ground and good to reconnect and i wish you all the best may you grow and prosper <laughs> thank you so much it was wonderful speaking to you too and we will definitely have uh, another conversation like this it was super interesting and exciting to speak to you thank you so much and have a lovely rest of the day yes thank you Bye. Take care. Yeah. Uh...